This is the Monday, November 8th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action, including some Monday night football props and plays for tonight. So settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or more with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgham and Anita Marks with you. In the aftermath of an absolutely brutal Sunday in the National Football League, especially, Anita, if you are a favorite, especially if you are a division-leading team, what an absolute bloodbath yesterday. We saw four teams that were a touchdown or more favorite lose outright. We saw all kinds of division-leading teams and teams with winning records take the L. I believe favorites won just four games yesterday on Sunday. So the Bills, the Cowboys, the Saints, my Rams, all kinds of surprising outcomes on Sunday. Just absolutely brutal for Joe Public. But I tell you what, those books in Vegas, those books everywhere now cleaning up in a big way with all of those underdogs winning and winning outright. Yeah, I don't know what was worse. The Red Wedding in Game of Thrones or what? <laughs> Or watching the NFL last night, um, or all day yesterday. I mean, at one point, I'll be honest with you. At one at one point in time, I had to, I had to, like, I had to, I had to turn it off. I took a nap. I took a nap. I took a nap. Okay. I mean, that's how bad it was. Cue uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday by you two, please. Um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was it was horrible. So I would imagine, Tyler, that there are a number of people that are listening to this podcast saying, "Tyler and Anita, save me." Help me so I don't have to sleep on the couch for the remainder of the week. <laughs> and that is yeah. what we are here for, people. That is what we are here for. We will do our best starting with Monday Night Football. But based on the way things went yesterday, I'm a little concerned about my pick for Monday Night Football. You have the Steelers, <laughs> yeah, you have the Steelers at home hosting the Chicago Bears. Steelers are a touchdown favorite, but we have a very low total of 39 and a half. Anita, my instinct, my gut tells me that this is a strong Steelers play here against Justin Fields and the Bears. Um, as long as it's under seven and a hook, um, I like the Steelers. But again, we saw all kinds of teams yesterday that were, um, you know, in a hole, a seven point hole to start the game, lose outright. So it's a little concerning, but I will just rely on what the numbers tell me. The Steelers, Defense starting to pick things up a little bit, especially uh, that front led by Cam Hayward and TJ Watt. Top six in pass rush win rate, top five in sack rate. And you have quarterback Justin Fields and that Chicago offensive line that have not been good this season. Fields has yet to throw for more than 210 yards in any start this season. Um, he, he has been held in check by pretty much every defense. Last week's game was salvaged by his ability on the ground, running for more than 100 yards and that scintillating touchdown. But on the road in Pittsburgh, a difficult place to play at night, cold game, loud uh, crowd and environment, a bad offensive line, a really dominant defensive line on the other side. Uh, for a guy who's taken, what, four sacks per game as a rookie in the NFL, Mike Tomlin is 22-4 and four in his career against rookie quarterbacks, and only two of those losses against rookies have come with Roethlisberger as his QB. Although Roethlisberger isn't what he once was, I just think the Steelers have the much better team in this matchup, so I will lay the seven. But, of course, based on what happened yesterday, uh, it, may be, it may behoove you 
behoove you, pardon me, to back the Steelers because uh, lo and behold, we'll be looking here, you know, 12, 13 hours from now and seeing that the uh, cow or the uh, the cow, the Chicago Bears, pardon me, have won outright uh, against the Steelers. But that's where I stand. I'm on the Steelers. But what do I know based off what happened yesterday? I think we're all feeling the same way. Um, you know me. I, I've been very successful this season outside of this week. Um, well, actually, Kansas City hit the two-team six-point teaser. I aligned it with the Rams. And, of course, we know what happened to your Rams last night. So that did not win for me. But uh, pretty much, I'd say, on the season, 70 75% successful with the two-team six-point teasers. So I think this is a, a great opportunity and a great spot to use the Steelers as that 6.2 team teaser. So I'm gonna tease the Steelers down to minus one, and I'm also going to tease the under up to 45. So I'll play a two team teaser in the same game, obviously. Um, you know, you, you, I, I know that there are some sports books that don't allow you to do it. So if you can try to find it, um, I will tell you that William Hill does do it. So that's a good thing. Uh, number two, I'm also gonna use the Steelers as a two-team, six-point teaser to start off tonight heading into Thursday. Don't forget you've got the Ravens going up against the Miami Dolphins, so you could also tease the Ravens down to minus one and a half. So that's how I'm going to play this game. The Steelers coming off of a bye. Don't forget, I think they're kind of flying really low on the radar in the AFC North, mm -hmm. Tyler, because, mm -hmm. you know, so much drama surrounding the Cleveland Browns and, of course, Cincinnati. But they've won three straight. Right. Meanwhile, the Bears, they're heading into Pittsburgh on a Monday night. Ben Roethlisberger is 16 and six in his career on Monday night. Um, and this is a Steelers team. They are just lights out on Monday night football at home. Bright light, big stage, prime time. Justin Fields, he's going to have a rough night. You've got the Steelers defense. They are, have the top three pressure rate in the NFL. So they're going to be getting after him. And also they sport a top five red zone defense. So um, I think the Steelers are the play here. Always worried about that backdoor cover. As you said, this week was, this weekend was really insane. Uh, so, you know, we've seen some wild things happen this week. So I, I just, again, I do believe the Steelers win. I don't like laying all those points. So I will use them as a two team six point teaser. Yeah, I like that in-game uh, two-leg teaser there, the Steelers to minus one and the under at 45. I mean, I'm tempted to take the under at 39 and a half, but uh, getting up to 45, a lot more uh, cushion or margin for error there, which I just I have a hard time finding points uh, coming the Bears' way in this matchup. There's going to be need to be some fluky things to happen for Chicago to get up to you know, 20, 21 points, I think, in this game on the road against the Steelers in that defense, which they do best, pressure the quarterback, and what hinders Justin Fields in this Bears' offense the most is pressure on the rookie quarterback. All right, time to get to the prop market now. And I got I got a couple got, of plays couple here, of plays. Uh, starting with Steelers rookie running back Najee Harris. Uh, this is a guy who's got one of the best and most secure roles at the running back position in the entire NFL. I mean, he's handling 94 plus percent of the running back touches for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. So he is a very bankable commodity. His rushing and receiving uh, prop combined is 113 and a half yards. I'm going to go over that uh, for a guy who has gone over that total, I believe, in three of the last four games he's played, averaging 26 touches over the last six games that he has played. And the matchup is a plus matchup as well. The Bears are allowing opposing running backs to torch them to the tune of 145 yards of total offense per game. So just some quick math right there. If the Bears are allowing 145 yards 
to opposing running backs. And Najee Harris handles 90 to 95% of the Pittsburgh Steelers running back touches. That's approximately 130 yards of offense you can project for Najee Harris. And his prop is set at 113. So a big margin for there, a margin for error there uh, for Najee. That's why I like that prop. Maybe my favorite on the board today. And then Justin Fields as well. I'm going to play him under 184 and a half passing yards. He's only, only gone over that one time in his NFL career. 210 is his high water mark. The next closest mark is 184. But we have that hook on top of that. We have the brutal matchup on the road against the Steelers. Hostile environment. Awesome defensive line. The only thing I think that could uh, help Justin Fields is he may have juiced volume which is still, for the Bears, only like 28 to 30 pass attempts um, based on what they've done this season. If, if the Steelers get up big and the, and the Bears are forced to throw, um, that, that's pretty much the only avenue I see to him getting there. I don't think the efficiency is going to get there. So maybe on volume alone, he can get to 185 yards. But even with volume, I think his efficiency is going to be so poor in this game. I'm still wedding to, willing pardon me, to bet on the under of a hand, 184 and a half passing yards for Justin Fields. I know you got a smorgasbord of props to uh, hand to the listeners out there, Anita. So let's get started on the bear side. Then you can move to the Steelers. Yeah. Really quick before we do that. Um, you know, you're, you, you're really good at math. Where'd you go to college? I went to uh, the university of Missouri, which uh, is Mizzou. one and eight. Yeah. Mizzou one and eight ATS this season in college football. They've been a printing press by fading them this season, by the way. But I had heard, I heard on daily wager that you wrestled. No, 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 no. Never a wrestler. I'm a golfer, Anita. You know that. Golfers well, don't dabble on the mat. For some reason, I thought I heard you on Daily Wager say you were a wrestler. Okay. I, I, I stand, I, I stand <laughs> or I say right now I sit mistaken. Anyway, okay, let's let's dive into let's dive into my prop bets. And since you started with uh, Harris, I'll just pick up where you left off. I'm with you on that. This has to be probably one of my favorite prop bets tonight, and that's Harris over 19 and a half carries. You can get that at minus 105, and also, as you said, over 79 and a half rushing yards. Um, no Cleo Mack tonight for the Bears, and even with him, they are 24th against the rush. Uh, another really quick note here the last three games, the Pittsburgh Steelers switched to man blocking scheme as opposed to zone blocking scheme. So look at the numbers the last three weeks for Harris. He's averaging 25 carries a game and averaging over 80 yards a game. So uh, really like this prop bet as well. Um, every week the Steelers play, I cannot resist playing the over and receptions for Deontay Johnson. As we know, he's averaging 13 targets a game from Ben Roethlisberger. So I'm going over six and a half receptions for him. Again, you could get that at minus 105. Um, and here's my other second favorite prop bet tonight. And that's Justin Fields under. How about that? I'm playing an under. I know. Notify the press. Uh, under 31 and a half for his longest completion. Now, here's, here's where it really gets interesting, right? Like he's only averaging... 27 passing attempts a game. He's only averaging 18 passing completions a game. And out of the eight games that he has played, he is his longest reception, seven of the eight, has only been 22 yards. Only one game did he complete a pass as his longest of 22, more than 22 yards. And that was against the Lions to Mooney. And that was for 64 yards. So this has to be my second 
favorite prop bet tonight. Again, Fields under 31 and a half yards for his longest completion. Um, also, Santos has been on fire. I think, uh, as I said earlier, the Pittsburgh Steelers fifth best red zone defense. So Santos, uh, the Bears field goal kicker, over five and a half points. You know, I do believe Fields can move the ball. The Bears can move the ball with their legs, especially Montgomery is expected back. Herbert's mm -hmm. done quite well. But I don't think that they're going to capitalize with touchdowns. Santos, 37 straight field goals. So um, I like the over in five and a half points for him tonight. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do like what you're putting down with the in the prop market. Um, we're both on Najee Harris big time. He has just been an absolute stud uh, as the uh, rookie running back is just getting fed the rock in that Le'Veon Bell role. And you're right. You make a great point, Anita, about the way that the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line has kind of changed its blocking scheme and that has helped open up Najee Harris. He's definitely more comfortable in that man blocking scheme and the efficiency has gone up big time. Remember that was the concern coming into the season. Yeah, you drafted Najee Harris, but you still don't have an offensive line and the offensive line due to scheme change has performed much better for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, uh, that'll cover Monday Night Football. Real quickly, we can dabble in the NBA. Some news tonight. Uh, the Knicks playing the Sixers, Joel Embiid. Uh, is going to rest on the front leg of a back-to-back. -back. The Knicks were four-point dogs with Embiid in the lineup, and I'm surprised by this. It's moved three points, and the Knicks are still just a one-point underdog with no Embiid. This game is in Philadelphia. The total actually went up a couple points with Embiid. Oh, now I see Pick'em. Now I see a Pick'em. So uh, this is, continues to move as uh, throughout the morning here at the Embiid News. A total of 213. It was 210. It shot up three points. So how do you feel about this New York Sixers game that's still obviously very fluid as people are starting to get wind of the Embiid News? Listen, I, I was on them at plus four with Embiid. Um, you know, I think the reason that it's plus four is the Knicks, you know, they had an off night last night against the Cavs. Uh, but understand that Kimba did not play. So he's going to be rusted and, and Revan and Garen to go. You know, as you know, I host Sports Talk Radio here in New York. I've got a lot of media who cover the Knicks uh, on my program quite frequently because, let's be honest, they're the only team that's having success here in New York. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and every beat reporter who covers the Knicks uh, tell me what a huge addition Kimball Walker is for that Knicks team. And the fact that he was inactive against the Cavs uh, all rested, ready to go tonight, really says a lot uh, about this team and, and why I, a big reason why I'm backing the Knicks as, as much as I am. Also, as we know, Philadelphia dealing with some injuries. They've only been working. Doc has only been working with an eight-man rotation the last few games. You know, and 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 I think you know their shooting percentage and and how well they've been doing above expectation. Considering, I think at some point in time, um, that luck has got to change. Um, at some point in time. Uh, their legs are going to get tired. I just don't think that they're going to sustain. And now you're telling me Embiid is out. I really, I, I, I love the Knicks. You can keep your points. I'll take the, the Knicks on the money line at this point, mm. Tyler. All right. You can get the Knicks on the money line. It's uh, the same price as the Sixers, both minus 110. And we'll see if that changes throughout the day. One line that stands out to me, I don't know if I'm going to bet it yet, but the Heat are only one and a half point favorites against the Denver Nuggets. The game is in Denver, so there is the elevation as the Heat are on a road trip here. But the Heat have been the best team in the NBA by far. 
the Nuggets do have Nikola Jokic, the MVP, but Jamal Murray still hasn't played this season. Now Michael Porter Jr., who's been wildly disappointing, is out. Maybe that helps uh, Denver with the way they've gone, but that line just seems a little fishy. One and a half seems like uh, a very short line for the Heat, who've been one of the best teams in the NBA, and the Nuggets being shorthanded. The Warriors at home against the Hawks laying three and a half. They've also been one of the best teams in the NBA, and that seems a little short for a Hawks team that has struggled on the road. So I'd probably take the Warriors minus three and a half there against the Hawks team that is pretty good. We saw last year, but on the road this season, they've been rather abysmal. The Hornets are playing the Lakers. Again, no LeBron James for the Lakers and the Lakers at home, just a one and a half point favorite. See if Anthony Davis plays. Russell Westbrook should be in the lineup. Uh, I'm, I'm tempted to buy the Hornets there plus a, a point and a half. And the total is at 227. I like the over there as well. Any other NBA plays to touch on before we bounce out of here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like the Bulls tonight. Minus one, you could get it at minus 110. I also like DeRozan over 22 and a half points as uh, my prop bet in that game. Uh, the Bulls have a huge rest advantage here. They've been home for two days. Meanwhile, the Nets, they're on their second game tonight of a back-to-back, third of a six-game road trip. Harden still struggling with the Zebras, and when he gets frustrated, he doesn't like to play defense. DeRozan's averaging 27 points a game and he's getting to the line. He doesn't have a problem with the Zebras. He's getting to the line. At least he's averaging six free throws a game. So uh, so I really, really like the Bulls tonight, minus one. And again, DeRozan over 22 and a half points. Yeah, DeRozan's been an awesome pickup for that Bulls team who have been feisty in the Eastern Conference. All right, that'll do it for today. Ten. Eh, maybe plus 10 more minutes of the bets you need as promised, but you know the deal when Tyler and I need to get on the mic, we like to go, please do us a favor and don't forget to rate review and subscribe. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out tremendously. And we will talk to you Tuesday on the daily wager podcast. (laughs) 